There are mainly two parts of a great customer service. The first one is provide a great product or service. The second one, assist existing customers with great people skills. Now we all know that, but let me tell you, there's a third one, which is giving answers to customers even before they ask the questions. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We are talking about how to increase customer satisfaction using self-service. Hi, my name is Christian, your host at the Business Automation Podcast. I've been doing software development and data science for the past seven years now. And my recent gigs have been with creative agencies and fintech companies. And before we start, I want to say welcome and thank you to all of our loyal subscribers, our loyal listeners. Thanks for your support. It means a lot to us. And to all those who are listening for the first time, I want to welcome you and say thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us. Just so you know, on this show, we talk about the different ways you can eliminate manual and repetitive tasks in your business by replacing it with automated process or even softwares. Depends uh, what the approach is. And the reason why we do that is to help you save on operational cost and ultimately help you reach your goal faster. This is how we're going to segment today's episode. We're going to talk about the benefits of self-service, the traps to avoid when making self-service available, and three steps to create an enjoyable self-service. So, take a seat, enjoy the ride. Welcome to the Business Automation Podcast, where it's all about putting the boring tasks on autopilot so you can focus on what matters the most. And now your host, Christian Ahijo. So let's talk about the benefits of self-service. Here it is. According to Salesforce State of the Connected Customers report, which is a report that uh, Salesforce makes, 59% of customers and the whooping 71% of business buyers say that self-service availability impacts their loyalty. What that means is, if you have self-service on your website, or it depends even on your phone system, it definitely increases the loyalty of your customers. They become more loyal to you. That's according to the finding of uh, Salesforce. So knowing this, we have to understand what does it mean? What does self-service mean? It means offering a way for customers to find answers to their questions or even solutions to issues that they are experiencing with your product or your service. It doesn't really matter what is the exact problem, but you're trying to get in front of them before they reach out. That's the whole purpose of self-service. You might wonder where the term self-service comes from. And if you don't, I'm still going to say it, don't worry. It comes from the retail industry from a gentleman named Clarence Saunders back in 1917. Imagine, that concept has been around for decades. Unfortunately, a lot of businesses are not seizing that opportunity and making use of that great tool. In my opinion, it is a really great tool. And believe it or not, Mr. Saunders actually received the patent for the self-serving store. This was his idea. Instead of making a list of goods, because back in those days, when you get in the shop, you will have a list of goods that you want, hand it over to a clerk. The clerk goes and retrieves it. His idea was 
let me make available all the goods inside the shop so that the customers will go and shop around, walk around the store, grab whenever, whatever that they want to get. And then before they leave, they will present it to the cashier so that they will pay the, the products. Now, I know something that looks so obvious for us today, something that is so common today was not around back in those days and somebody had to talk about it and see this that same concept that same idea we can replicate it and apply it for online business it, it still has the same name self-service the idea is that you make something that a customer needs available right before they come asking for it and simply put there are two benefits of doing that the number one is it becomes faster for your customer to find what they need. Number two, you will spend less time and effort serving your customers, which means less work for the same profit. So now that you have a clear idea of what are the benefits of self-service, our next stop is the traps to avoid when making self-service available. Yes, if you make self-service available, there are some few things that um, they kind of obvious, but still they're not obvious, you know, that customers don't enjoy whenever they get on the self-service pages and you want to avoid them if you want to make sure that your self-service page has the, ha, is successful. Okay, number one of the traps, don't make it feel like you're trying to push them away. Now, I know it sounds trivial, but customer kind of hate that when they get on a self-service page or maybe on the FAQ page. And I know all of us have experienced this at least once. You feel like the customer department is, they don't want to, you feel like the company doesn't want you to call them or to send them an email. They're trying to hide away. And guess what? It is in this kind of moment that they will try to express you all their frustrations. So when you put out your FAQ page or your self-service page, make sure that the customer doesn't have that feeling. How do you achieve that? So it's simple. If you set up an FAQ page or if you set up, um, it, it doesn't matter, some sort of list of things on how can you go about fixing up an issue, you need to make sure that whenever things start to look a little bit too, more, too much complicated, you invite them to call you or to email you. Now, here's what will happen. If they feel like you're not trying to hide from them, you are genuinely presenting the solutions to them, they will be tempted to actually look for the solutions themselves because they know one thing, calling the customer department takes time. <laughs> you have to wait. Number two, don't let them search for too long. Again, if you have an FAQ page or if you have a help page, make it easy to find answers. The easier it is to find answers, the less likely they are to call you or even to send you an email. How can you do that? You can use AI-powered search bars. And there is one that comes to mind right now. It's called Algolia. It is like an algorithm based on AI, which you can integrate on your search page on your search bar rather, so that whenever somebody starts typing, it quickly looks at all the different, uh, um, the different articles you have available and present what is the option that looks like the answer you're looking for. And it, it's quite fascinating because it's real time. It shows up right under the bar. So you don't have actually to wait for the, the page to load. As you type in, you start seeing answers popping up and you can choose which one you like. Number three of the traps to avoid, do not make it complicated. Whenever you're setting up a page or you're setting up an article, 
it doesn't matter what it is. You have to put in mind as if you're talking to five years old. Now, I'm not trying to uh, insult your customer or diminish them. I'm just trying to make you understand this. When they're looking for answers, they are really impatient. So you have to make it so easy to understand. Now, the five years old or seven year old, doesn't matter. I don't actually remember who came up with that principle. Is looking at the article, all the steps, he finds it easy to follow. So if it's easy to follow for seven years old, it's going to be much more digestible for an adult, right? So they will not be tempted to actually trying to reach out, yet the solution is available on the website. And that means your agent will ha won't have to actually say that line. It's actually available on the website. Another thing you can do to make it less complicated, you can map out the steps to getting to the answer they need. So let me give you an example. Say that they're trying to reach out and they're on your webpage. First of all, you can try and figure out, do they have a question or are they trying to fix an issue? And then if it's an issue, you, you have to know, okay, what kind of issue are they trying to fix? So try to go by narrowing down. That way you are guiding them to the, to the answers. It's as if you're taking them by the hand and guiding them to the solution. Number four of the traps to avoid, do not hide the fact that you're offering self-service. It sounds obvious, but it is less obvious than we think. First of all, you need to make sure that you advertise the self-service page on your phone system, meaning that when a customer calls, how is they waiting online? You have to offer to say, hey, we're actually offering self-service. Obviously, you're gonna, you, you would not be saying it that way. You're gonna say it in, in a more appropriate fashion, obviously. But you tell them we are offering the self-service page. And if it happens that they have selected an option, you might actually direct them to a specific page on the self-service page. Let me take this example. Say that they're calling the billing department and as they're waiting on the phone, you can actually direct them to a page www.yourwebsite.com slash bill so they have all the answers to their billing. I believe if you do that, you will see a more adoption of the self-service. And do not forget this, always stress on the benefits of how much time they will save by going to the self-service page. Because what customers want when they have a question or when they have an issue, they want to be heard. But right next to that, they don't want it to take too much time. So if they know they're still going to get the answer in a faster way, they'll go for that. Okay, this is the last part of the show. Three steps to create an enjoyable self-service. So you have to know that for every self-service page, you have the option to custom build. Obviously, that takes a little more time than if you go for an out-of-the-box solutions. I know there are things like Salesforce Knowledge, Help Site, and even Freshdesk, but these are some examples. And if you stuck or you have questions in that regard, shoot me an email or just reach out to me on LinkedIn. I'm quite active there. So the three steps. Number one, make a list of all the top questions your customer asks the most or the top issues that they are facing the most. Now, how can you actually make that list? I think it's quite simple. We have an episode on which we discuss just about it. That episode is called three ways to cut down on costs using automated emails. And you can use the tactics that are explained there for emails. Regarding calls, the episode should your business consider investing in an AI-based solution kind of go more in depth in uh, what you can actually do. So listen to them and I'm sure there is something you can, uh, there, there are some ideas that will be valuable to you. Step number two, this is where you create the help page. When you create the help page, don't just create it. Create it, make the questions 
you found in step number one available with the appropriate answers, or it can be just um, steps to fix the problems that they have. But you're going to go one step further. You need to give a name to your help page. What I mean by that, instead of calling it FAQ, you can call it knowledge base. You can call it solution centers. It doesn't matter how you call it. Give it a name. Why? Because if you give it a name, it is not just any other FAQ like, like the others. It is not something different, something that is there to provide solutions to your customers. At least that's how they're going to perceive it. If it's just an FAQ, they will associate the bad experiences that they have had with the other FAQ pages. If you call it something like solution center, immediately it means in your mind, I have a problem, I will find a solution on this page. Now, step number three, for an enjoyable surf service page, you need to create an account page. Now, I know there are many companies out there which provide services or products to customers, but they still don't have an account page. And there are many reasons to that. Maybe they don't see the need yet, but let me tell you, there are great benefits. One of them is this. Whenever they get on their, their account page, you can display on the account page the answers to the questions that they are likely going to ask. So, for example, if they want to know what is their next payment date, you can display it there. Maybe if you see that they are reaching out, they are about to miss a payment date, you can display information of how much might cost them. Like a reminder, hey, your due date is this date. Um, try to make sure to pay it in time so that you will avoid X amount of fees. Really, like work it out. I'm not giving you the exact words because I, I guess that's your expertise. And also what you can do is this. You can hide all the magic tricks behind a button. Your magic tricks, hide it behind a button. What I mean by that, Let's say you're an internet company and customers are calling you to get their internet fixed because it stopped working. We're just going to pretend that to fix it, the agent on the phone has to click three buttons, jumps three hoops, and then tells the customer, please reboot your, your, your router or whatever it is. What you will do instead, those same steps that the agent does, place it behind the button so that when the customer clicks that button, those steps will automatically be performed and Tell to the customer, now go reboot your router. Obviously, you want to make sure that whatever magic button that you make available to the customer doesn't have any security risk. That's really important. Today, we didn't talk much about data or AI, but I want you to keep this in mind. Taking some load off the shoulders of your customer's department will tremendously improve the kind of customer service you deliver. That's for sure. And one approachable way to do that is through self-service. And this is what we discussed today. We spoke about the benefits of self-service, the traps to avoid when making self-service available, and three easy steps to create an enjoyable self-service. Do not forget, although it doesn't look sexy, self-service is a powerful way to automate how you manage your customers. If you like this episode, please share, subscribe, that's how we grow. It was nice having you. This was Christian, your host, signing out.